Hi guys, welcome to the Target Man podcast. We are back again. Uh, it's me, AK, uh, after three months. I think it's been a long time, probably in July. Uh, Happy and I had some things getting on, which just meant it wasn't possible at the time to, to record a few episodes. But it looks like we are back. Um, Happy isn't with me today, but I have got John, aka Space Noodle, which many of you might know already. Hello, that's me. Space Noodle. So you want to give an introduction to the ones who don't know you? Uh, I'm an Arsenal fan, uh, and I love Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, rather <brother>, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, I think we can, we can probably dive straight into it. Might as well at this point. Um, yeah. <clears throat> it's the season's gone pretty, pretty. It's been pretty interesting, I think. I think we might as well start with your your team because they are still top of the league, uh, even after today's result against Southampton. Uh, so oh. despite top being top of the league, I mean, how do you think they've played? Do you think, and what's your what's your honest thoughts on you know the season as a whole? I mean, the, the last uh, since the Liverpool game, Arsenal have been quite bad, but they they deserve to win this game. Just because, you know, poor refereeing decisions shouldn't, like, what's the word? Dictate. They shouldn't decide the match. Okay. That's really what it's done, but you can't really do anything about it. But yeah, we've just been poor. Like, no energy, no movement. I mean, to to be fair, you had a very good performance uh, against Liverpool. You, thankfully, lost to us. Uh, which made my my day at the time, uh, and probably the season so far. But you you obviously played Liverpool one three two, which was a big big result, especially with the you know bouncing back with the penalty. Uh, considering Liverpool came back every time. Yeah. How? What are your kind of expectations for this season? Because I think we've seen a lot of fan, I've seen a lot of fans who I've just blind incredibly annoying thinking that they're actually going to win the league I personally oh, don't don't see it in Arsenal yet I think there's a lack of experience there I, I, I am one of those fans but at the same time um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what, what this like how this season is going to go because if, if we keep playing how we've been playing the last like three weeks it's, mm. it's like top four max but if if we, like the the first eight ish games, we were so good. So if we don't like, play that like that again, I mean, your last three you've had what you've had. Are you talking about the league, right? Are you talking all competitions? Yeah, because yeah, obviously you've had Europa as well in between. So yeah, got, I mean the the Europa games it doesn't matter as much because the, they're not the playing group the first team. Easy. They're not playing the first team. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So you've had you've had Southampton today. You drew one one. Um, to be honest, I didn't watch that game, but. Uh, I did, unfortunately. Yeah, I expect you to. <laughs> Leeds was the one nil. Uh, they obviously had uh, a missed penalty. Yeah, they dominated that game. To be fair. Yeah, it looks like it. To be honest, uh, from what yeah. I remember as well. And then you had the Liverpool game. The Liverpool game. That was the only other game before that. So, I don't yeah. think I don't think you guys were too bad. To be honest, I think you coming back was a, a big. Factor, I think it was it showed a lot of character for the team as a whole. I uh, agree, and and I think personally, I think we'll, we'll we'll probably bounce back from this Southampton result 
because you know that's that's just the way Arteta's instilled the team. Like that that's the mentality he wants. But I mean, they completely screwed my my FPL today because I had uh, who do I have? I had Ben. I think I had Ben White, Saka, uh, and Martinelli, all of whom <laughs> could do nothing. But you got. I mean, to be honest, next week you should be you should be able to beat Nottingham Forest. But Forest are obviously giant killers at the moment. This weekend, Forest. It's going to be a tough one, but I think even if we play poorly, we should be able to win. So you you reckon you've got top four? What do you mean? Do you reckon you're going to get top four in this season? Oh, 100 percent. Hundred percent. Like, I, yeah, hundred percent. It's just if if we can push further, that that's the main question because it's you you can't you shouldn't really discount yourself as a as a title contender this early in the season. Like, like you understand City best team in the world, but it's football. Anything can happen. Anything can happen, but at the same time, do you not think? And this is no disrespect to your squad, no matter how much I want to. Um, do you not think there's a lack of depth? Especially, oh. I see especially in midfield. Um, I think there's. I feel personally there's still centre back short. Yeah, I mean, we need and a backup I, for Gabriel. Agreed. I I don't think you know Ben White can play centre back, which is fair. It's 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 great, but I think there's still one more missing there, and I think there needs a suitable backup that isn't Ben well, White for Tomiyasu. We are linked with um, Evan and Dicker oh, okay. from Frankfurt. Yep. I so agree. if he comes in January, it'll be like ten mil. If he does, but we saw we saw what happened with Douglas Luiz. There was this whole thing about <laughs> Douglas <laughs> Douglas Luiz coming for what twenty twenty five thirty, and I think I'm, it caused I, I, a lot. I'm of, not a fan of Douglas Luiz. It caused this whole thing about whether whether or not he's. Um, whether or not he's worth it, people want him or not. I I don't personally have a problem with him. I think he's he's yeah. a very decent player, but he's a mid player. He's, he's right. He's decent. He's decent, right? He's mid. He's yeah. decent, and he's going to be backup, right? So it's not that much of an issue. You're not going to have yeah. uh, you're not you're you're bored historically, and you're you're you know even if it is Edu, he's not going to drop fifty million on a backup midfielder. Yeah. So, so realistically. It would have been a decent signing, but he chose to stay near his girlfriend, um, which caused, I think, well, wait, left Aston Villa fans very happy and great, gave them some great content for their YouTube channel, in their eyes. But also, uh, Villa just didn't want to sell them, which is fair. They didn't want to sell I mean, them, but he's, he's he's also, they're, also, they're also milking at the moment because they've been doing like uh, Mr. and Mrs. stuff with him and his girlfriend because his girlfriend also plays for Villa. Yeah. <laughs> so they're doing all these Mr. and Mrs. videos, trying to milk it in, uh, on YouTube. And, and obviously, I don't want to say milk her, but use her as a, like the face of Aston Villa women. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. It's, he's worth, but I, I still don't think it's worth not selling him. I think for 15, 15 million would have been a fair. I think Even 20. We're bidding like 25 ish. Uh, Twenty is also probably fair. It, they were trying to b- probably balance it out with how much they were paying for Dendonka. Yeah. I mean, Dendonka's not a bad signing either for them. Nah, I like Dendonka, but... But they've obviously had a shocker now with, with Gerard, which we can come to later, I guess. At some point. 
But in, t- in terms of, I mean, you don't see yourself as PL. You see yourself as a PL ch- uh, league challenger, but not totally. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you, sh- you shouldn't count yourself out either. Okay. I mean, do you but not see, do you not see that, that city factor? You know, and we, we talk about this as well. It'll come up a few times, I think, in this episode about the Haaland factor. Yeah, and like obviously, again, like City's just levels above everyone. But like we we've seen, they they can fumble, like against Liverpool, against United. Sure, they won, but they also conceded three. Newcastle, they conceded. They were like what two 0 down at the start of the game. Like they're beatable. They are. They are, and I, I agree. I think what we've seen here, maybe this season, is. I still think Bernard is world class, but I think we are starting to see a slight more reliance on, on De Bruyne in general, especially to get the the ball into Haaland, because you know Haaland's already after his two goals yesterday, he's already at, what seventeen goals this season yeah, in eleven a, games, which is insane. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna break. To, the to be fair, have this. It makes sense because no one can make the passes that De Bruyne makes. Uh, to, to get the ball into the box, right? You'd expect yeah, sure. you'd expect the wingers. You'd expect Bernardo Silva, Gundogan to some extent, maybe. Like yeah, they they can all get into the box, but no no one can really like. No, but so De Bruyne. Unlock a defense with a pass like De Bruyne. He he can, but then at the same time, if I've got, you know, Haaland is a monster. He's a he's an yeah. absolute physical specimen. He's six foot five. He runs, runs fast. really fast. He's got, I think he he has like the Norway sixty meter under sixteen record or something. And then, I know. and then at the same time, he's also got like the Norway record for the like the long jump or the high jump or something. Uh, as a as a kid, but he's you know he's an absolute physical specimen. If you've got Harland running into empty space it's not exactly difficult to just ping the ball over I mean he's getting a lot of service from Cancelo and De Bruyne at the moment yeah I mean like yeah sure you, you, you can just spam balls in but to, to actually pick him out where he's running it's it's a lot more difficult than like but I see that like in Bernardo I see that in Bernardo as well I think Bernardo can do that I th- I don't know I've, I've not seen too much of Bernardo's passing at, like at Silva he's he's a great player like he can dribble for anything like his his short passing his pass range is decent but I've never like seen him do what De Bruyne does not to the same extent but I think he can do it to some extent but I don't know and this is this is, we also seen the kind of step up this season of Phil Foden yeah I, uh, saw, I saw it in the derby as well which really annoyed me obviously considering he's got that just he's just the person he is. He's got. I just I just don't like his haircut either. He's got, got a punchable face. He's, it's this it's the worst trim I've ever seen in my life. That's <laughs> like who, who's twenty two and still gets a ball cut. And also, um, Haaland would have two or three more goals if uh, um, Foden passed. Oh, for sure. So imagine if Haaland's at twenty goals already. I mean. Think about it this way: Harry Kane last year got seventeen goals. Holland's already at seventeen goals. And he was being called as he was being called the best striker in the world. 
Yep. <coughs> I mean, where where would you put Haaland in the list of strikers at the moment? Because obviously we've had Ballon d'Or last right now, week. Yeah. He's clear. He's clear number one. Clear um, number one. I don't think. I don't think you can ever make a case. I don't think right now you can make a case that someone is better than him as a striker. Probably agree. To be honest, I don't think uh, Benzema's had the year that he expected post Ballon d'Or. I think he's 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 done enough to get his Ballon d'Or, and I think he's done. Yeah. That's just him done now. I don't think he's going to hit that same level again. Of course not. And I don't. He's thirty-five. No, but even then, you know, like some people can have to still have that year. I think Messi's obviously just had that year where he won Ballon d'Or at what thirty-four. Mm. So Ballon, Messi's obviously thirty-five now. He's turning 36 this year. But if you look at... Um, I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see Lewandowski doing it this year either. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, realistically... Even in an easier league, I don't think he's going to match Harden. I mean, he's at 12 goals already. I know they're playing at the moment, but no idea what they're on. But 11... 12 goals. He's top scorer in the league. Considering Benz- yeah. Benzema's got five. Well, I mean, even throughout his career, Benzema's already known for being the goal scorer. So he's not the goal scorer, but he was he was banging in twenty plus goals for the last five years. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But, but Benzema's just more more well rounded than Lewandowski is. I think Lewandowski is more of just a classic number nine. Yeah, I think Benzema has the ability to drop drop back the same way say a Harry Kane does because I don't think I don't know with Haaland at this point because I think it's too early to say he plays very much like a classic number 9 and you see it as a classic number 9 but then he's got 3 assists this season and you watch watch the passes that he's done to get those assists they're quite impressive yeah and to be honest I don't think we're going to see him pass too much this season Cause I don't think you want these I, two. <laughs> I think it was in an Arteta interview or something. He said uh, Pep's ideal football means your striker touches the ball as little as possible. Oh. Your striker is only there to score. He's not there to play with the ball. He's just there to score. See, that's that's interesting because when you compare it to like his Barcelona team. Yeah, he had Messi centre forward. Yeah, he used to have Messi. He'd have. Pedro or, or Sanchez and he'd have um, David Villa yeah right. and they played very much a fluid front three to some extent yeah uh, to, but to be fair it's, it's slightly different because that, that it's was no passing like 12-13 years ago and Messi it's also the, no the Messi factor changes everything there's also no classic number nine, I guess. Like, well, actually, no, that's a lie. David Villa. Playing, playing David uh, Villa on the wing was such a rogue shout at that point. That That's true, but he he also did have the skill set for it. Oh, he did. He, he excelled in it, but it was... I remember thinking about it when I when I saw them sign him, because I think United made a bid for him. David Villa. Yeah. Um, and he chose Barcelona instead, sadly, again. Was the third time it happened to us with Barcelona. They just offered more money. It happened to us with Ronaldinho. Happened to us with Alexis Sanchez, and then it happened to us with David Villa. Happened to us as well, man. Yeah, Barcelona just do that, but he he had that that 
skill set. You know, he was kind of playing as a nine. It was the Spanish centre forwards. They had him and Fernando Torres. Oh, Torres, yeah, they were so good. So it was it was that element there uh, that they could both play uh, as a number nine. And then we'd all seen him as a number nine in La Liga. And then suddenly one day he started playing on the wing of Barcelona. And I just remember the first time I saw him, I was like, why is he here? Why why is Messi through the middle? Because obviously you've seen Messi on the right for, for so long. Mm. Just for his ability to, to cut in. But I guess, I guess Arteta knows if if uh, Haaland isn't going to pass, then you know, I'd probably see him getting, what, 35, 40 goals? In the Prem? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard to, like, make a full prediction, because you never know. What do you think? If he's, if, he's fit, if he's fit, let's say he plays 34 games. Yeah. He's at 17 off 11. I, I reckon he'd hit, like, 35. 35. I'm not sure he'd go over that. Just because... It's, it's hard to hit that much because you need to be consistent. Like, you can bag three or, three or four against a bad team, but if you go five or six games without scoring, it's a little bit. I mean, is he going to be... Is it Salah's record, isn't it, at the moment? Uh, I think so. I can't remember what his number was. So Salah, Salah is 32. 32. Yeah, so Salah's is the, the highest in a 38-game season. Yeah. The highest for all seasons is Andy Cole with 34 and Shearer with 34. They had a 42 game. Yeah, they had a, yeah, 42. Was it 42 or 44? Mm. Well, I think you're right, 44. I just, I just messed up. 44. Yes. I'm tired. <laughs> but. No, I, I think you could probably see him going over. There is a well, thought for it, that if he stays in the Premier League his entire career in a City team like this, there is a possibility he can beat Shearer's record. 100%, but that's just not in him. I see him going. I see him going to Real Madrid <laughs> at some point. Yeah. I mean, he 100% has a bad, has a, like, release clause. So City said I, no. Well, I, I saw reports that he's got a £200 million release clause, or Euro release clause, which is, which is insane. But it makes sense because there's a player who, from the start, wanted to control his own his own career path. Like he he didn't join United uh, from Salzburg because he wanted to put a release clause in his contract, and they said no. I mean, I I don't. People say like, oh, he should have, he should have, we should have, we should have. But I was like, realistically, when I look back at it, I'd rather have that security of having a striker for for five years or four years. Yeah. Rather than having a guy who can, you know, for a 70 million release clause or 50 million release clause for two years, that's just nothing. It's not worth it. it especially when, like, the guy is worth easily 200 plus. Exactly. It's not worth it at that point, is it? No. So, I mean, I, so what do you think? City to win the league? My head is telling me yes, but my heart is telling me no. Heart is telling me yes, no. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's it's Cancelo had his his issues, didn't he, against Salah? Yeah. Um, I mean, <clears throat> Edison is obviously dodgy as he is anyway. Yeah. 
the centre backs they've signed a Kanji, so now City City Pep is honestly so scared about his centre backs. He's now got five. Kanji's good. Kanji is good, but I think I've seen a lot of a lot of German fans just say, "Oh, he's, he makes mistakes. He does this. He does that." But so far, from what I've seen, whether it's Champions League or Premier League, he's actually impressed me. I don't know. I mean, he's, there's, only, there's only Ruben Diaz to go with him, is there? To be fair, like, Dortmund have been terrible when he was there, and uh, Hummels, Hummels has been tr- terribly. He's been terribly bad. I, he's an awful player right now. Like, he's way past it. I don't know why they keep playing him. Or why they've kept playing him. Hummels is terrible. <laughs> Just, just, like, just. I'm sure if you put if you put Saliba next to Hummels, you'd think Saliba was the worst centre back you've ever seen. You you can't be good with him. I mean, talking about Saliba, there you've probably got Saliba's top five centre backs right now in the league. Hundred percent top three in my opinion. Top three. Although he he, he wasn't he wasn't great this, he wasn't great today. With who? Top three centre backs. Yeah. Just this season, I think Saliba, Lissandro. I'm not sure who third would be. I'm not sure who third would be. Yeah. I mean, there's a case for for quite a few. I think. I don't think either of the. I don't think any of the Liverpool centre backs get in. I'm gonna no, touch on Liverpool. I don't think any of the Liverpool centre backs get in. Uh, Spurs. I don't think any of them get in. I don't just think any of them. This season. I want to give a big shout out to Clement Longley <laughs> for, for suddenly turning up this season. Clement Clement Longley somehow managed to make himself a starter in that li- in that Tottenham team under Conte, and he even got an assist today, you know. Yeah, but I mean, it's, when you're playing free at the back, it's a bit easier to. I mean, he could he could have done a Mourinho and played with Tanganga. <laughs> yeah. The guy they were trying to get rid of to Milan. Tanganga's terrible as well. He's alright, he's alright, but... No, he's not, he's rubbish, but... Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's rubbish. rubbish. But Long, Longley had, like, a... He was having a shocker for years, right? He was having that Umtiti period that Barca had with, with, with Umtiti, right? Where he just came back from the World Cup and it was just awful after that. Uh, I think he had his injury. Yeah, but that, that's like a Barca thing, because... Barca in general are just... Ruined players. They've been poor. They've been poor. They're ruined players. We've seen yeah. it with with Coutinho. We saw it with Griezmann. They all look a shadow of themselves. But like, I don't know. If you if you look at him, Longley suddenly he looks decent because the Longley I remember from, I think it was Sevilla, before, he played against United, and I remember that was the day that I was on the tube in in London. And I was just having a go at Jose Mourinho because we'd lost in the round of 16. Yeah. And Jose Mourinho had come out and was just like, it's not my fault. The club's used to it anyway. It's fine. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, you know, what the hell is he talking about? And I just remember that day, Clement Longley just got in front of everything. Every single thing that we shot with, whether it was, um, I think at the time it was Rooney and Van Persie. Just before you yeah. go. I mean, long long day. He he didn't get a transfer to Barcelona because he was bad. Yeah, of course. They just, they just end up 
being crap there. Yeah, I mean, um, just the bathroom effect. True. I mean, then who else have you got? You got a Kanji, maybe, as a champ? I can't, yeah. I'm, I'm Thiago Silva as well. I was about to say, the Chelsea guys have got a shout. Especially Thiago yeah, Silva. Thiago Silva, I, I don't think Kuzumali <coughs> is there. I think, he's, he, I think he, to be honest, needs time to adjust. Because he is, he is a quality player. I guess. I mean, every, everyone says that he's quality, but from like what I've seen, he's... He's quality, I wouldn't but... say he's bad, but <coughs> pe- pe- people saying that he's top five instantly, top three instantly, they're just wrong. Just wrong? Why? Because he's, he's not shown anything, like, special. He's he's not even been Chelsea's best on the back. He's not, like... Maybe that's the adjustment period, right? Because the thing with Chelsea is they've had... This is a big season for them. They've had the shake-up with Roman going. They've had, yeah. obviously, Todd, who is supposedly, uh, well, a, what from the sounds of what I've read, a crapper version of Ted Lasso. I mean, he wants to play 4 4 3. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably wants to slot himself in midfield. <laughs> but he, he, he wanted Tucker to play there. Hmm? He wanted Tucker to play holding mid. <laughs> Was it? Young manager? <laughs> I heard he was trying to play uh, behind Kante with Kante instead of uh, t- uh, what's his name Jorginho because <laughs> he's, he's a he's a shocker but yeah Todd, Todd is Todd has come in obviously knows absolutely nothing about football he comes from a, a private equity background and you know he's brought in his mate <laughs> who I believe also knows nothing about football so what they've done is they've come in they've sacked uh, John Marina yeah, right yeah. around it. I thought she left. They they basically asked her to leave. Uh, she 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 was really good with the transfers. She was. Just so, making... so they were like, oh, she's Roman's woman. So they got rid of her and Petr Cech, I think it was. Yeah. Petr Cech was, was I can't remember what he was doing. I think he was the goalkeeper coach, but he was like recruiting shit. No, so he was like, he was like the equivalent of like performance development recruitment stuff, I don't know. He did he something just weird. He just sat. He, I, all I know is he sat opposite Marina. Uh, I, ju- I just remembered that he scouted. He he helped scout uh, Edward Mendy. Edward Mendy. Okay. I mean, I think at that point they just needed someone. I mean, kept as obviously having as his second the coming. The remontada. <laughs> He's having his second coming right now. His resurrection. But uh, no, so to- Todd's obviously come in. They've got rid of Thomas. Uh, you heard the reasons, obviously. It's a couple of months no. we're late, but you've heard the reasons. Surely. Mm-hmm. The results? Yeah, yeah. The results? And then you heard about the WhatsApp group? Oh, uh, no. What? what? <laughs> so, so apparently one of the reasons. So they, you know they gave him like a, a bit of a director of football role as well? Mm-hmm. Which he didn't want. He just wanted to coach. Yeah. Um, but they gave him a bit more of a director of football role, which is why he's obviously said no to Ronaldo. But one of the things that happened is Todd apparently created a WhatsApp group with people involved in the transfers, including himself, the other, his other mate, Thomas Tuchel, and then like one or two other people. God. And they just thought yeah. that they just said he wasn't active enough in the transfer group. <laughs> oh, that's, 
it's all stupid. <laughs> they thought basically he was just not not involved because he doesn't care, right? His option is just he just wants to play with his players. Yeah. His nine centre backs. Right. He no. he just wanted to play with all his centre backs. <laughs> You know, to to be fair, I, I think it's it's worked out for them. Sacking Tuchel. For now, I mean, Potter's a, Potter's a good manager, but Tuchel, Tuchel yeah. should have been afforded more time, to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't think Tuchel should have been sacked because of just what he's done for them. But at the same time, it's like, in my opinion, um, what's his name? Potter is, in my opinion, top three managers in the league. Top three managers in the league. Top three managers in the league. I mean, if we, talk, if we touch on the, the, the centre-back point, right? So you've got Chelsea, Chelsea have a quality centre-back. You said for Martinez. There's obviously a shout for, for Varane as well. Yeah. There's a shout for Varane. I, I personally wouldn't say so, but that is your opinion. There's a, there's a shout for him. He's done, he's done well, is what I'd say, since he's come in. Because we yeah. started with we've got Maguire, and we'll talk at that point later. Maguire. We started with Maguire and Martinez, which was bad. <laughs> it was just bad. Yeah. That is and then as soon as Raphael and Varane came in, you see them, they're both playing with intensity. I mean, he's obviously injured again, but there is something there, right? Yeah, uh, I, I agree. So you've got, so got no one from Liverpool, City, you've got Akanji, and then I don't think I don't think Gabriel goes into that. No, from, from Arsenal, absolutely not. I don't think he's, 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 he's he makes too many mistakes. Yeah, yeah, he makes it, and he's too hot-headed. That too, which is why I think Saliba's better. Same, Saliba just exudes calmness. Yeah, so I guess top four we've got then, who is it? Top three, sorry, so we've got uh, top three centre-backs, you've got probably, you said Saliba. Lissandro. Lissandro, and I guess Akanji. Yeah. And sim- that's simply because I think Diaz is, is injured, really. Yeah, I mean it's it's a close it's a close one. It's a close one. I think you got shouts for these guys, but I, I mean, Tuchel Tuchel was a good manager. He's always been a good manager, right? He's always won. The thing yeah, is, I agree. <coughs> he's always won wherever he's been, and he always leaves for the same reason. Um, if you look at his thing, because he he basically followed the Klopp route. So he did he did Mainz or whatever they call Mainz, and then he went to uh, Dortmund or somewhere else in between, and then he came to England, right? Mm-hmm. So Klopp did the same thing. He's done this now, and no, don't get him to stop at PSG. Oh yeah, he made a stop at PSG. Sorry, yeah, where he was actually really unfortunate to get sacked as well. He should he should have won the Champions League, but. Neymar and Mbappe, well, mostly Mbappe lay him down in the final, but you know. It's his fault, apparently, so. Yeah. Mbappe and PSG, but what, what can you do? What can you do? I mean, never, never beats the, the Tupor Moting incident, but Tupor Moting missed the sitter as well, didn't he, in the final, if I remember correctly? I'm not, I'm, I can't remember, I just remember Mbappe playing terribly. He played terribly. Neymar blazed over from like two yards out, and Tupor Moting missed an open goal. Yeah, which was just shocking but he had this stop at PSG he did well right he actually did alright Champions League final is not bad it's not a bad shot for your like what second season no 
Especially after, and then he won it the season after, so. With Chelsea, yeah. So he could have afforded more time. But he always gets sacked for basically his personality. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I understand why they sacked him. Because I, th- I think if, if Abramovich wasn't forced to sell, he'd still be manager. Just because you, you, don't, you don't sign a manager on without knowing what they're like. Especially if someone has as high profile as Tuchel. So. Yeah, well, sure, you give him a shot. I mean, I guess, I guess Potter is not a bad shot, honestly, as a manager. He's he's very good, and he's a very, very likable person Yeah. as well. I mean, I and it pains me because I like him. He, he plays like a similar type of football, so, so it's not even too far off what Chelsea have, have already been playing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, I don't know, I, I felt like he was hard done by, to be honest. I agree. If I I was too cool, I mean, I think he's probably taking a break right now. And he's probably the front runner, in all honesty, to... for the the Juve job. Mm. It sounds like Juve, like, super hardcore backing Allegri. Eventually they'll have to give in. Eventually they'll have to give in, surely. I don't know. They're, they're, They're being a bit clueless. I think there's only uh, one reason. The there's only one reason. Well. There's only one reason I can think of. Yeah. Only one reason I can think of why they wouldn't sack him. Which is? They don't have the money. Oh, that's that's fair. I don't. I don't think I they mean, have the money to pay him off. But, but I, you know, I don't, I don't like you because they spent a hundred and something million this this summer. They they paid for. Vlahovic and then they paid the money f- it would they paid Vlahovic in January but they paid uh, Chiesa's transfer mm-hmm. this summer so like they had the money I mean didn't they, they pay just, didn't they pay someone else as well didn't they sign someone else as well they signed Bremer but he wasn't too expensive I don't think they signed Chiesa they signed 36 million Bremer <laughs> yes. excuse me 37 million pounds <laughs> That, that's quite a luxury. That, that's almost <laughs> as much as it means for Kiesa. Yeah, Kiesa was 38. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... I mean, they're more long-term investments, I guess. Yeah. Because they're both 24 but, and 25, respectively. I mean, they, they dropped, oh, like, 12 million on Costage as well. That, that money could have signed for that group. They obviously signed Pogba. Pogba. Yeah. He wanted to go home. Or his other weird home. And a 34 year old Di Maria. I mean, I to be fair. It's a really bad transfer. To be fair, for a free signing for one year. Mm. It's not awful. I, I understand that, but at the same time, it's like. I mean, I'm looking at his stats right now, you know. It's more so because you, you only sign someone who's 34. Like decent money when when you're trying to win something I mean they're trying to win the league aren't they it's not it's not it was never going to happen especially with Allegri but they don't think that do they so I mean yeah, if, you, if you look at, if you look at if you look at him right this season Di Maria mm-hmm. he's got in the league he's got four games I mean he's playing about 40 minutes a game on average right 
Yeah. Four games, one goal, one assist. Not bad for a winger. And then Champions League, he's playing on average about 50 minutes a game, let's say. Uh, three games, three assists. I, I, listen, I don't think he's a bad player. I just, I just think he's a bad player. For time. a year, for a year, right? I mean, they don't, they seem to not think that they're that, that far behind. To be honest, I don't, I don't think they're that far behind either. But I don't know. I see. I don't see. I mean, you think Syria, Syria is trash anyway. Is but <laughs> I don't know. Seeing seeing old wingers go go for go for a year to some club, it just reminds me of William. Um. Fair. I mean, the thing is, they made they made money by selling Delit as well. Yeah, they sold him for like seventy mil. Yeah, yeah. They sold Delit. They sold Demerol as well for like twenty. So I'm I'm pretty sure they had, and they sold um, Ben Tanker for twenty. Uh, is he is he permanent this summer or is it next summer? I think he's found. I think Kulisewski is not permanent yet. Kulisewski will be this summer. They've already said yeah. that for sure. Yeah. But so you, Benton Core, I think, will, will also be permanent this summer, I think. Same time as Kulisowski. I, I think he's already permanent. I'm not sure. It's not listed they, they, here. They, they paid 17 mil. In, oh, they, they bought him in January. I thought it was a loan. Well, that's a good deal, you know. Yeah. That's actually a good deal. Yeah, to, to be fair... At the time, twenty mil did sound a bit like an overpay, but he he's been really good. I think I always I rated the guy for to be honest a few years because I thought when I saw was it Benton Gore who came to he played against United. He yeah. looked very good. You think he was like twenty one, twenty two at the time? And he just dominated our midfield. I mean, he's looking very good again. He is, and which, he, he seems to suit Conte. He suits Conte. But they've uh, also got... Uh, they're also trying to do this whole thing. They've got Arthur on a, on loan at Liverpool. He's just fallen off the face of the earth. And he signed, he didn't play a game, and then he's injured for four months. It's very yeah, much a, a Kim Kallstrom situation. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't want to lie to you, man. <laughs> He came injured. I've never seen that happen before. <laughs> Did he even play? <laughs> I think he played two games. I think he, he took a penalty in, in an FA Cup game. Kim Galstrom. Yeah, I think he had that. He had that. And then they're, they're trying to... So, Otto's injured. They tried to sell him for like 35 million. That's not going to happen. No. And then they tried to sell Zakaria. He's on loan with an option to buy for like 35, 40 million as well. He's not guaranteed to play either. Nah. And they still somehow. Oh yeah, they they got rid of Murata, didn't they? Well, they didn't get rid. He just his loan just ended. But yeah, no. I mean, when you look at that, if you if you compare, I mean, we we talk about Tuchel before we came to this point, but you Yeah. Tuchel doesn't have that many job options available to him in the next, let's say, year, realistically. I think the only other one that comes, at least from Premier League, that I see is Spurs. 
from a top six uh, team. I'm I'm not sure he'd even go to Spurs, but yeah, I, I get. And I don't I don't see that because you know Conte gets sacked. I see that's Conte walking away. Yeah, I mean, it's the like also the foundation's there for Conte to leave. It's back but three. I'm he not... plays back three wing backs. Same. For me, I think Tuchel could end up going to Madrid. That he won't go to Real Madrid. Because An- Ancelotti is like what, almost eighty. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got three years nah, left. He's, he's sixty three, but he's got three years. Like, he said three years. I, I understand Madrid don't want to sell him, but sell him. I know. I mean, Carlo got his time to go. <laughs> it's time to go. No, nah, he's he's been really good, but it's just like at a certain point. No, so they said he said the his thing is basically as soon as his contract runs out, he's gonna retire. I, th- I think he said he he'll stay as long as Madrid won him. Maybe. No. I don't. I don't but think I don't he, he has any reason to to go. I mean, it depends whether no. they have this expectation that they're gonna win the Champions League this season, which I don't think they will. I think last season was just a, a flash in the pan. I think it was kind of Benzema pulling stuff out of the blue, and yeah. Vinicius just on form. I mean, Vinicius is still having his the time of his life, and Benz is doing all right. I think actually, I was looking at the stats; he's doing all right. But they don't; they lack squad depth. They don't have a striker to back up Benzema. Um, I I yeah, I get that. I can't see the way obviously. You know, it's like Madrid, then, like they they expect to win everything every year. So, like, let's say this year, they, uh, like in a couple of months, they start playing terribly after the World Cup. Ancelotti could get sacked, and if if that ever happens, I I think Tuchel's a guy. You think Tuchel's a guy? Back three. It, I mean, he's got Rudiger there. I mean, he's got he's, he's got, got Rudiger, Militao, and Alaba. And I think they they all suit a back three. Maybe, like <coughs> maybe Alab is a bit undersized for like, but I don't think it matters. I th- I think he could do it. Or I could see him going to Barca because Xavi. I, I don't think Xavi's it. Yeah, I think Xavi's it. But the thing I is, the thing bad. is, the thing is, right? I can see that and I can understand that, but both of these clubs are not gonna. <clears throat> to, be, to be honest, they're not going to accept a defensive manager. And Tuchel's, you know, Tuchel's, Tuchel's teams are not exactly free-flowing, high-scoring teams, are they? You know, you know it's, I, th- I think t- Tuchel gets... Like, even I do it personally. Like, he, he is a bit defensive, but he's he's not like Conte. He's, he's not too bad. Like he, he he does pass the ball around and stuff. It's just that obviously he he's at Chelsea, you know. Probably position no, CDM. He had no centre forward. He was like rotating between Jorginho, Kante, and Kovacic. Like in twenty twenty, mm. you don't you don't really want to be doing that. Although they did they did <coughs> play like incredibly well in that Champions League run. Like n- none of these players are what what you'd expect for a top club to have. And then obviously Chelsea started the striker problem, so it's like which they could have solved. So much. Which they could have solved. 
Yeah, I, I think they should have put Ivan Tony instead of Obama. I mean, they went for the uh, the man that we're going to move on to next. <clears throat> Todd Wanted. Ronaldo. The Portuguese phenomenon. Supposedly. Um, what I do you think, think of the situation? What do you think of the situation? But I, th- I think Ronaldo is just wrong. Just completely wrong. Do you back Ten Hag? I, uh, I back Ten Hag 100% to like, do whatever he wants. Is that because, because you're a Ronaldo hater? Or is that because you actually believe it? No, personally. I don't hate Ronaldo. <laughs> I just think Messi's a lot better. But it's more so, like, obviously I, I hate United. But let's just get it. I absolutely hate United. But you can't, you can't okay. just walk off like in the middle of a game when you're about to be subbed on <coughs> and just leave the stadium. That, that's disrespectful to the club, to the manager, to your teammates, to the fans, that's everyone. Mm. Like, you're 37. You, sh- you should be knowing, you should be doing better. You should know better. If you wanted to leave so badly, I'm sure United would have agreed to let you go in the summer. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So it's like, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't understand Ronaldo in this situation. You're, you're giving off very similar vibes to what I've said, you know. Because <clears throat> my, my, my thoughts on this are very similar. So I, you know, I'm a United fan. I'm from yeah. Manchester. I was born the, you know, I've supported the club my entire life. I've had season tickets. My family have had season tickets since like 50 years, 60 years ago. So it's, it's been pretty much diehard, right? Yeah, I, <clears throat> I've always had this thing that, and I, I've always believed this because it's been instilled, uh, and you you'll always see it. No one person is bigger than a team or a club. Absolutely not. Absolutely. And it's the same thing when you see like we've had incidents in the past with with players. Uh, we had Rooney. Rooney at the time was just given more money. Yeah. Ferguson did challenge him. And he sorted him out behind the scenes, but in public he gave him the money. But it wasn't also Rooney being bigger than the club. It was also a case of, at that time, there was nobody. Rooney was the best player in the in, pretty much the league, and there was nobody that could basically touch him at United either. Right, because I think the backup option was Danny Welbeck. So <laughs> he obviously gave him is is what what he wanted, which was just money. On the other hand, and we've had we had I think we had an incident back in the day with with Dennis Law and on George Best, which is again just about money. <coughs> and they gave it to him. Yeah. But he's thirty seven years old. He says he loves the club, right? And for me personally, I I'm, I'm a fan. I love the club. I understand. You know, you moved away. You want to play for Real Madrid. Great. You know, you've had a fantastic career. Amazing. You are entering the twilight of your career. You're now 37. You've probably got maybe at a push, three years, four years, and that's probably because you are Cristiano Ronaldo. It's mm. not. It's. It's not. No, it's not a case of like people won't want you. And this is just in football in general, not necessarily Champions League. Yeah. Football in general, right? Because some team will always take him because he is Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah, because yeah, his name sells, right? You could sell. Even like you look at Salentino when they signed Ribery. Yeah. You could do the same thing, like you know, some random, well, some Spanish team that isn't Real Madrid, to be honest, or another team. 
Will. He could just go back to sporting. He doesn't want to. Right. Yet. He doesn't want to yet. That's the thing. He thinks he can play at the highest level. Him going uh, off, him going off is just the ultimate sign, like you said, of disrespect. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of things on social media. Uh, I've had people actually talk to me about this as well, saying, and I think I've seen sports stars like Kevin Peterson. I've even seen journalists like Piers Morgan say, you know, this is disrespectful, how he's being treated, blah, blah, blah. But the it's, thing is, sorry, go on. Uh, it's just, I, I hate when people say, uh, he's been treated poorly. He, I don't think he has, you know, Ten Hag, he's trying to win. When you're trying to win, you want to put your ten, your your best eleven players on. You want to have your best players on the on, on the bench after you know. You, you want you you just want your your best twenty three men squad, and if if Ronaldo can only make the bench, that so be clearly it. he's just not good enough. I mean, my my like, way of thinking about it is it's very similar. I mean, Kevin Peterson has said it. He said there was a picture recently because you you know the twenty twenty World Cup has stuff started the cricket one. Yeah. Um. So United posted a. a range of pictures which is basically just like all these cricket players who had come to Old Trafford yeah obviously obviously 70% of them were Indian <laughs> 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 and the rest was like one was Michael Vaughan um, he used to be England captain but he's pretty much there because he's actually like a he and like uh, Gary Neville and Phil Neville have been playing cricket together since they were like five okay so you know it makes sense and they're local lads as well yeah. but and then there's Kevin Peterson Kevin Peterson is actually a Chelsea fan but he comes he used to come quite often and he had this whole thing about you know you take my picture off until you sort out what you've done to Ronaldo it's absolutely disrespectful etc etc and the whole Piers Morgan incident I can't understand that one because of the whole team ethic element and then two the people who are actually commenting this people like Kevin Peterson people like Piers Morgan are people who have had issues with their own teams and people because of their ego. Yeah. But, I mean, it's... It's not even being treated poorly. Like, I don't understand how they want it to be treated. Like, no. they, they want United to just lose games because Ronaldo isn't up there anymore. Like, everyone's, everyone at has got to understand that time catches up to everyone. It, it's not, not in the case of... He's... He can't have fallen. The thing is, he's kind of fallen off that much this season, right? That's why I also yeah. believe his pace will have gone. Agreed, but he's also turning thirty-eight in March. But well, February, sorry, even whatever February March. His thing is, I I think if he wanted that move, and I respect the right that he might have wanted the move. I mean, as much as I want to say Ronaldo is a legend, I wish he stayed for you know three years, four years, and just became part of the squad as a whole because yeah. wishful thinking says that right uh, you would have said the same with Thierry Henry I guess yeah right you look at that with, with Ronaldo but wishful thinking says that I understand he's, he's fallen off a little bit but if he wanted to move to a Champions League team and he wanted to play Champions League mm-hmm. we knew I think as a fan base and I think outside the fan base as well I think everybody knew yeah, by I kind of March that. April that you're not making Champions League yeah. Right. So at that point, if you really, really wanted Champions League, you get your agent. He's a super agent, right? Yeah. 
And fair I mean, enough, I understand. I understand his his. You know, I, he has my sympathies with his issues around, not issues, yeah. but like the the birth of his child. The death of his child. Yeah, the birth and the death both. Right. He has his. He has my sympathies for that a lot. Yeah. Right. It is, it is. It is very difficult, and I, I totally understand that. And you know. If he wanted to leave for Champions League football, he could have said it then. If his reason for leaving, and this is, I've always said this, if his reason for leaving is the fact, you know, his family, say for example, his girlfriend and his family maybe don't want to stay in Manchester because it reminds them of the death of their child at this point in time. I, nobody has a problem with that. I don't think any fan would say, you know, any fan would try and cuss him out because it's, it's a difficult moment. Yeah. If he came out and openly said that, I think everybody respects him at that point. Nobody nobody has any ill will towards him. No. But if you come out and say, I want to play Champions League, knowing fully well six, seven months ago that you could have we weren't gonna make Champions League, you could have continued playing. Nobody would have faulted your commitment because you're a professional. Yeah. But you make that move then. Don't come back in August. I mean if you had family reasons Fair enough, but it didn't seem like you had family reasons because you were posting pictures of yourself training every day. You know, you know, as I, I think that, that there's a disconnect between the expectations of him being able to play Champions League and like the the clubs that actually want him. Agreed. Like he he obviously wants to play for a big, for the biggest clubs in the world. It's just not happening anymore. He's 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 gone past it, and that's that's fine. It's normal. It happens to everyone. I mean, whatever, he, uh, whatever we are, we are still a big club. Yeah. But, um, you know what I mean? Like, he, he wants to leave you, man. And he, he wants to go to another big club. But no one wants him. O- only club that wanted him was Chelsea. And barely. Only as well. Napoli as well, apparently. Like. Napoli can't afford it. He's cut out for it anymore. Napoli's not, can't afford it. I think he can, he can play, but he then has to be basically a passenger not passenger but he has to be that you know he's a luxury player he's a luxury player he's kind of that that number nine that kind of just loiters he's like a not Lewandowski but a slower version of him he's becoming Zaggy pretty much yeah he's a slower version of like Lewandowski Um, and I don't think he's a bad player I I think he can still do it he can still get goals but I think he has to the team, whichever team he goes to, has to to understand that he is going to not play that certain way. And if you really wanted Champions League football, he could have, like you said, there is a disconnect. His agent should have found somebody. He didn't. That's on his agent, not the team, not the club. People are saying, "Oh, United should have," or even I see a lot of Real Madrid fans. This is the one that really irks me: Real Madrid fans and CR7 fans. CR7 fans and and player fans in general they, me, they, they make no sense to me for me player fans in general are the absolute worst football fans yeah. I, I could I could deal with like you know a hardcore City fan or a hardcore Liverpool fan right because mm-hmm. you have at least a reason a player fan like what is your point I agree people that support a player solely just don't make any sense to me so those guys on Twitter, 
and their Twitter accounts and their pointless behaviour annoys me. On top of that, you see like Real Madrid fans saying, "Oh, your fan is dis- you're disrespecting probably the greatest player of all time. You're disrespecting a player that has played so much for United." And you see like people either from like Portugal, Spain, occasionally, or they're from like Africa and Arab countries. And then occasionally you get some Indian who comes in, which I'm not going to comment on because, yeah, <laughs> I've I've been I'm in, I am Indian, and I've yeah. seen the, the level of ball knowledge when I go there. Um, you just see them saying that, and I I sit there and I think I'm like, look, realistically, if he was playing for your club as well, you would honestly say something. He wouldn't be playing for anyone. No, no. If he he was in this position, if he was in this position, they wouldn't. They'd be saying the same thing. He can't. He can't play. He can't play. Yeah. He he wouldn't be in anyone's any Champions League club starting eleven. No, I I agree. And if he is, he has to change his game. Yeah, I mean, from the appearances he's made, I feel like his game has changed a bit. He is trying to press more, and I gave him yeah. I gave him kudos because he he came he was on the bench. It's, it is difficult for him, especially because he's not been on the bench in about. I think he was on the bench in total at Real Madrid like four times. Yeah. In nine, like, ten years. Hasn't been a bench player since like two thousand three. Yeah, exactly. So. Which which you know it is difficult. I understand, but you communicate right. So apparently he's in constant communication with Eric Ten Hag. So Ten Hag is giving him chances in games um, where he can play, right? He played yeah. pretty much most of Everton because Martial got injured. He played. He plays in the uh, Europa League. Europa, Obviously, yeah. not what he wants, but he's playing. But he's not scoring. Yeah, it's like if uh, you start scoring, you can demand a place, right? If you're if you're scoring, I, you know, when he put, when he comes on the pitch, he looks like he's giving his effort. No, but he's just not scoring. He's not. If you score, if he bangs in two, three goals, right? He can demand a place in the team. Yeah, uh, I just think as a player, you just gotta understand that he's not at that level anymore, and and fans gotta understand, and people just got like I don't I understand did, I why they're think saying United are being disrespectful. Like I don't at think some it's... point, go on. Go on. I was just at some point you you gotta put winning above everything else, and you're not gonna win with Ronaldo. See, I also think it's a combination of that, but I don't think it's just that, you know. Okay. I think it's it's not just a case of him not being in that level. Okay. And I think I don't think he's fallen off that far from last year, because last year he was doing all right, right? He doesn't yeah. necessarily suit Ten Hag's style of football at the moment. And I think the way he would have suited it, or been able to, to kind of understand it better... Was if he had actually turned up for the whole preseason? Because I, I, think, I guess I think preseason was a big thing. I think he he basically said, you know, Ten Hag was putting them through their paces, making them run, making them work on drills, which suited his style of football. Yeah. Ronaldo came in like the second week of season, second week of the season, right? And he was already pushing to move, so he wasn't really interested. And then there was these rumors that he was challenging Ten Hag here, there, and everywhere. I obviously take those with a pinch of salt because people want to write about whatever they want to write about, right? Yeah. It's like me saying to you, it's like me writing a paper, a newspaper article tomorrow saying that uh, John 
has become a Spurs fan. Right, you could just write whatever. And it's like John, John was recently spotted in in North London, just outside the Spurs Stadium. Oh, the yep. <laughs> he he had a sign out which said Jesus is crap. Gabriel Jesus, not my striker. <laughs> it's like it's it's one of those situations. And I think I'm gonna just... I'm gonna have to disagree with you again though because I, I I do think that he's fallen off quite a, quite a lot and it's it's not something he can do because physically when 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 it's gone it's gone it's gone but you I don't think, I don't think the thing is right when you see it's gone and you see it with other players as well physically when yeah. you see it's gone it's not so sudden it's more gradual you know it's it's it it depends on it because in American football. I think it, I forgot what player it was, but they were playing in their forties, like late thirties. It's probably a quarterback, hundred percent a quarterback. Tom Brady. But it's, Tom Brady. it's been a couple of years. No, it's not Tom Brady, but like after after they hit like forty or something, they just fell off completely. Peyton like, Manning. They couldn't keep up. I th- oh yeah, Manning. That's it, Manning. I mean, Manning won a Super Bowl at like forty, what thirty nine. Yeah, but he he was playing terribly that season. He was terrible, but the season before he was MVP in the final. <laughs> Huh? He was MB- MVP in the final. No, no, no. It, that, MVP was one middle. No, no. Which one are you talking about? The, the one, the, the Broncos one. MVP was Von Miller. Oh, you're probably thinking of the more recent one. Because there there's an older one with like, there's like three of the Mannings. Oh. There's three Mannings. Like, Peyton Manning. Uh, Eli. He, he won one in like, what, 2004, 2005, and then 2015. I think I think he's one three actually. But are you thinking of Peyton or Eli? Yeah, Peyton, Peyton, Peyton. Okay, so Peyton's so now forty six. He's forty six now. Yeah. So what? what in twenty fifteen, he fell off completely. Like he just physically couldn't keep up. He was ass. But wait, it it happened suddenly because the season before he was doing well, and the season before that he he broke records. But sometimes it could just be form, right? I mean, it was his last season. He retired. Guess, didn't he? he retired, didn't he? Yeah. I, I actually like, watched that. I actually watched that. I mean, I guess well, I, I, time, I, I don't think so. I, I don't know what it is. I just don't think. I don't think he's. He's. I. I just think it's. A case of. He, he should have turned up for training. And if he had a genuine reason, fair enough. But then, on top of that, the thing that makes it sound hinky to me... Oh, I say hinky, but dodgy, really. The thing that makes it sound dodgy to me is... Do you remember he had this whole fiasco when he was going through on Instagram, replying to things? Saying, oh, yeah. like, factos and this and this. The King plays on Sunday. He did, he did this other one, which was... Um, I've read through so many things and only three things are real. And yeah. I will do a tell-all review as soon as the uh, tell-all reveal as soon as the transfer window ends. Maybe it's not We're now in October, no. and we've not heard a word from this guy. This is not me bashing him. I want to say like, okay, yeah, he's he's got a reason or something, but just talk, communicate. Especially for like the fan base, right? Because all we're hearing is what Harry Ten Hag says, and I back Harry Ten Hag. He's got his reasons. He's fined him two weeks' wages. He's put him in the under-21s. Great. 
Yeah. And people I mean, people don't realize this is like once you even from a football team. Imagine working in a team at work, in a normal job that's not sports related, right? Yeah. Imagine you work in, a, a, let's say, an office, or you work in a project. Imagine there's just one guy, who's just, pull it, not pulling his weight because he believes that he is better than everyone else. Mm-hmm. He's not required for this space at the moment, but he doesn't believe that he's. He believes he's better than he is. He's not pulling his weight. Mid project, he walks away. Yeah. You'll be pissed. Hundred percent. I'd be pissed. I'd you be, wouldn't, I, wouldn't I, be I would, I would. Like, who, who actually wouldn't be pissed? And yeah. I, the, the, the people that are saying... Like, if, if Ronaldo was at Arsenal doing this, Piers Morgan would be on his on his neck. He's, he's trying to push the pull, the buddy thing, right? Ronaldo's my mate, I did an interview with him. Yeah. Just keep on his neck. I think it's just a shocker. I think we we are playing well aside from that. I think Martinez and Varane look solid. I think Dallo has only stepped up a level. Uh, yeah, I, I think that Lissandro's been really good. Like, I, I hate him. I, th- I think he's ugly. I think when he plays with United, so that's one thing. He, he, he dresses terribly, but he's a really good player. He dresses alright. But I think suddenly we've seen Dano, Dano's come in. Wan-Bissaka's not even had a sniff. Yeah. Uh, and then if you look at left-back, you've got Shaw and Malassia. And to be fair, both of them are performing. So Malassia's had like one or two bad games, so he got dropped for Shaw. And Shaw's suddenly performing. So, competition like, is good. I like, I like Competition is good. And suddenly they both yeah. look like they have tenacity. Casemiro has come in. Casemiro looks solid. He looks solid. And I, I expected this, to be honest. People were trying to say he's washed, he's this. I expected him to be solid. He's washed, he's washed. He's not washed. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Party's washed. <laughs> but then, no. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he's... he's uh, Casemiro is, is, is solid. Ericsson has come in and done much better than we expected. But we need another midfielder. McTominay isn't the guy. <laughs> nah, but you know, props to McTominay because he gets away with murder in so many games. Like, <laughs> he, he, he will just fucking suplex a motherfucker, and he won't even get yellow. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. I don't know. I asked my barber. I don't have the same barber as McTominay. <laughs> I don't get the same cut though. I'll tell you that I don't get the same cut because <laughs> I, I don't think I could. But no, he's he's. He's he's alright. He's good as a squad player. But I just, I don't know. He can't play the CDM. He's when Casemiro came in, he suddenly hit a new level, McTominay that we've never seen before. And then out of nowhere, uh, he fell off. He had two bad games, I think. He had a shocker against City. He played terribly against Arsenal as well. Yeah, he did. He got away with that one, but he he had a shocker against City. Shocker, yeah. and I think that was the game that got him dropped. Because uh, we deserved to lose that one. We just played overall pretty badly. But then you look at Ericsson has come in. Ericsson needs somebody behind him. I don't know whether that should be Donny van der Beek. I don't know where that guy's gone. You know, to, I went, when Ten Hag came in, I thought van der Beek's getting game time. <coughs> Agreed. Like, there's no way. Agreed. Van der Beek just has to go, to be honest, for his own good. Yeah, he's, he's finished at this club. I, I think he, he deserves better. Yeah, he does. 
it's it's like why would you spend thirty five million on a player? I think that's the board. I think that's the board. And the, the thing is, he could have gone to Arsenal, and I think he he would have got underpaid time that he he needs. Yeah, and maybe. I, like, he'd probably start alongside. I mean, realistically, I think Van der Beek when he came in, he would have started ahead of Jacker. Yeah, and like he he can't play DM, so he can't. He can't. Of, he can't. He can't. Listen, have you have you seen Tabby Lukonga play? I'm certain that he could play DM for us. Who? Van der Beek. Yeah, have you Van, seen Tabby Lukonga play? Van Van der Beek is on a bulk right now. Yeah, but Van der Beek has been bul- sorry. Van der Beek has been bulking for the last like twelve months. Listen, like to to play DM to Arsenal, okay? Like obviously, be being defensively aware is important, but the more important thing is being press resistant. Because like, have have you seen Arsenal play with Sambi Lukonga or instead of Party? No, I like, think that's a one game, maybe two. So look at Lukonga, okay? I won't lie. He's 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 a pretty good dribbler, but like he he needs to be there to pro- to progress the ball. You know he needs to be there to transition from defense to attack. But he just he's just like in between players. Like he he doesn't try and get free. Trying he doesn't try and get open. But and then if you watch party, party is always open. He's always looking for a pass. Mm. So it's just like mm. as long as you you can keep your head up. And your press resistant, I think you can play DM for Arsenal. I don't, I don't know, maybe. Because I, I, I always thought, especially now that we've got Casemiro, I thought it would be Bruno, and then a rotation of Fred, Ericsson, and, you know, you know what's it, sorry, Fred, Ericsson, and Van de Beek. Yeah. With McTominay playing the Casemiro role as a backup, yeah. right? I don't think McTominay is good enough in that role. I think he plays no. basically the same roles that Fred plays. Fred is obviously hit suddenly again, a hit a vein of form. Bruno is getting a lot more criticism than he deserves. I think at this moment in time. No, it's it's because I think me myself as well. We we view Bruno as a as an eight rather than a ten. Do you? A, a lot of people think that Bruno is not not just a straight up ten. I mean, he does a lot more work than a ten does, yeah. Yeah, like he he just runs a lot, but he's he's not he's not gonna be like def- defensively that good. Or he's not, he's he's not he's not someone that's gonna progress the ball himself. Just like dribble through three or four players, that's not him. No, he's not. But he can make that pass. That's the thing. Yeah, he can make the that, pass. Yeah, his his passing and his finishing. His finishing is incredible. Which is probably why he's better suited as a ten, no? In his position. Yeah. He's yeah, probably better 100%. suited as a ten than an eight, though. You said you view him as an eight. So yeah, so obviously a, a lot of people, including like when when you think of Bruno, because he he's he's been playing quite deep for United in the car in the last couple of years, like he he kind of has been playing as an eight, yeah. which is why he he has such bad like credit or, or credit whatever you want to call it, like yeah. no no one views him as highly as he is. Okay. Especially after that first season, remember yeah like what was it? Four player the months in a year. Yeah. Which is. I mean, he had an incredible season. He had an incredible season, and I think what he's struggled with, maybe he's he's kind of struggled with the fact that Ronaldo came in. I think. Yeah. 
he he basically you know Ronaldo had this this fact here he's you know he is Cristiano Ronaldo he's coming as the biggest player ever since I've seen not even just Ronaldo playing but even when Ronaldo played I think ever since Fernandez took that captain's armband his level has gone up I think I can see that he, 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 he's a very high passion player he's, he his is. ex-passion is off the chance <laughs> not as much as McPassion is <laughs> 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 but I think there's there's a lot of it now you see it in the squad there's a lot of like players who, who clearly want to play for each other as well for the team for the club for the yeah. fans you see that like, with... I, I hate Anthony but the fact that he kissed the badge on the first day yeah, I, I respect it. He does. He's he's a quality player, and he looks good. But I think what we need there is we need we need another right winger. I don't think as much as I love Elanga and I want to back up Elanga or Diallo, I don't think they're there yet. And Mason yeah. Greenwood isn't coming back anytime soon. Probably ever. Probably yeah, never. Hopefully. Yeah, if he, probably never. He, he shouldn't. So no, he's we, we need another right winger. So I don't know. I've not seen Gakpo obviously plays on the left, but whether Gakpo can also play on the right, or whether they shift mm-hmm. Sancho back to the right and put Rashford and Gakpo on the left, who knows? I'm not sure if Gakpo's played on the right. But I think he plays on the left normally, but it's one of those yeah. cases whether he can play on the right. I mean, also he he said that his idol is Ronaldo. So he, I mean, not Ronaldo, Henri. So like he said that, but he's also he's also said though he had chats with Ten Hag. And he wanted the transfer, but then United pulled out. Yeah, but no, I mean, I, I meant more so like I feel like if if Ten Hag wanted him to like try and play centre forward as well, he 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 would do it. If he would, I'd rather we got proper centre forward. I don't think I do. I think Rashford can't finish. Rashford is I I rate him again. I mean, I did I didn't stop rating him, but I just thought he fell off. <coughs> yeah. Um. He's suddenly looking very good again. He's in the right places. He just can't yeah. finish. He he should have had. I mean, he's we played Chelsea and Spurs this week. He should have had five goals. His finishing against Spurs was just awful. He was like one on one with the keeper. He just drilled it at the keeper. Mm. A few times. Also talking about Spurs. Yes. Like, what do you, what do you think? How do you think they're going to do it this season? <sighs> You know what? I pipped them at the start of the season, and we'll we'll talk about the top four predictions very quickly at the end. But I had Spurs coming in at third. That 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 sounds fair. This wasn't before the season, by the way. Sorry, this was about I say four or five games in. Once Tuchel yeah. had been sacked. That 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 is a valid. I mean, even at the start of the season, Spurs coming third. Third or like, fourth, I had them. Third or fourth. A lot of people would have said that. I had them third or fourth. I think I had, um, I had uh, start of the season. I had Arsenal. I uh, sorry. I had City, Liverpool. Obviously, Liverpool fell off, big yeah. time. Well, we should probably touch that for five minutes as well. Liverpool yeah. fell off big time. So we had we had uh, City. We had, I think I had Liverpool. I had Arsenal and I had Spurs, and I had Chelsea to miss out, simply because they hadn't really signed a nine except Aubameyang and. Tuchel was scouring football manager looking for centre backs. Yeah. So he he was trying to play his his you know nine one one formation. It's terrorism. 
<laughs> cool as I am. He's playing his 9-1-1. So I was like, like this is the... Uh, okay, probably should have said that, but anyway. He's having a shocker. And I thought, okay, Conte... You know, Conte's Conte. I thought yeah. Richarlison's a good signing. I can see it, yeah. It's just a bit expensive. He's a bit expensive, but when you look at it in the context, 50 million? Yeah. It's not awful. He, he does back up all three positions up front. And how, how much did you pay for Vieira? Vieira, 30. Was it 30? Yeah. Okay. Ish, 30-ish. Who was your other big signing, apart from Jesus? Um, this summer. Uh, was it no one? I don't think we signed anyone big. But even if you look at the context, right? 50 million. Yeah. He's a Brazilian international. People yeah. call him a fraud, but he's actually he's actually a very very good player. He, he he's decent. I think he's a good player. I think he's a very good player. He can play. He's he's good on the ball. He's good off the ball. He, he works hard off the ball as well. Two footed. Yeah, he's two footed, and like you said, he can play multiple positions. Yeah. So he's got all that, and he's also really twenty five or twenty four. I think twenty six, maybe. Well, 25, I think you're right. Yeah, so he's, he he's 25, right? So it's not not bad at all. No. Right? Nice. And the one thing you also get with him, and this is what I respect about him, people say, oh, he's, he's a dick, he's this, he's, you know, he's the C-word. I don't have a problem with that, because I think what he shows by being a, uh, a dick, and yeah. he does it, he's a wind-up merchant, he likes to wind up opposing fans, but what he shows... <laughs> yeah. Who you want on your club? Yeah, what, you, what, what he shows, what he shows, to be honest, by that, and what I see from that is someone who's passionate about his own club. Yeah. Because like you remember the good old days, like when you had derbies and stuff, you'd have players like patting, you know, hammering the badge and yeah, celebrating in front of rival fans. Because that what, it, what that shows is passion. It's li- literally just like if if he's on if he's in your club, you're loving life because he's gonna piss everyone off. Yeah, and he can back it up as well. Yeah, he can back it up as well. Yeah, I, personally, with me, Spurs, I I just don't think they'll do too hot. Not not because like their team's bad or anything. I just think Conte. I think his tactics have fallen off, and he's he. I don't think he's that adaptable. Do you not? No, I think I, he's. I, Go on, sorry. Go on, sorry. No, no, go on. I just, I was just gonna say I don't think he's that good anymore. Okay, maybe. No. I think he's he's not helped by the fact, I think that Son is not performing. Kane, Kane is hitting. Kane is scoring, right? He's not blowing the league away, but mm. he's consistently getting a penalty or a goal or something. He's in the right positions. Richarlison. Is now injured. Kulusevski is yeah. injured. Like th- th- those are fair points, but at the same time, I'm just going to say, like, and how he he doesn't want to play this defensive terrorism football, but he does it because because of the pace he has. The thing is, it's not even okay. I've said, I say even this. He, even he's not struggling to like because context Spurs they they struggle to break down low blocks, which is which is funny because they're a low block team themselves. Mm. So it's like if if Ten Hag can do it with, with that United team, the fact that he can't do it with, with Harry Kane, Son, like his wing backs, 
they they might be terribly defend terrible defensively, but Sessegnon and and Emerson they're like both really good at like going forward. I say Sessegnon and Perisic I think are his best two win backs, and I think Doherty yeah, can get the yeah, ball Perisic in the box. Perisic is really good as well. You know Doherty can get the ball in the box, but I, I don't fully rate Emerson. It's not just because of his his red card and all the 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 spiel around it, but I just don't rate him as much compared to the others. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I, I don't think he's that good, but like offensive going forward, like he's always up there. Yeah, he's 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 up there, not doing as much, but he's there. Yeah. <coughs> I don't know. I think Son Son underperforming. I don't think it helps. And then yeah, it, I I agree, but they're one of those teams. I mean, there are a number of teams into you know we've got Liverpool, and I think maybe we we touch on it a little bit here, but maybe next week we do like a full analysis going into Liverpool. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I I'm gonna have a great time with this. I've got many many things to say about one overrated right back. <laughs> I mean, I if you look at a right back as a whole, he's not even top three English right backs. Is it this season? No, no, I overall, mean, overall, I just don't think he's top three English right backs. If I, if you ask me, top three English right backs, I would rather have Kieran Trippier. I would rather have Reese James. I'd rather have Kyle Walker. Okay, um. And they're all fair shouts. There's nothing untoward about them either. It's not like I said, freaking Aaron Wan Bissaka. No. I just personally, for me, like just for England, especially, I'd I'd rather play Walker than <coughs> and I'd rather. No, no, but if you ask me, if I had a choice, right, yeah, I just wouldn't play Trent. <laughs> he's he's him going to the World Cup. He's only going to the World Cup. Well, he's only going to start. Because Reese James is James injured. injured. And you remember that Andy Tate uh, clip? You're here on the technique. You got on the job a on a technicality of a legend who recommended you. <laughs> That's going to be Trent in the World Cup. <laughs> no, Trent, Trent's just a luxury player. He's, he's, he's shocking. He's shocking. And I think the fact that people are defending him, saying like, oh... Yeah, Matip, Van Dijk not being there is, is obviously showing. And it, it is, but Van Dijk has also got to have his off-season. Matip is in, in and out. Robertson's having a shocker. Thiago's not even there. Firmino's the only one who's turned up. And Diaz as well, I guess. Diaz is good, but... But they're the only two who've turned up this season. Salah's underperforming from what we expected. Yeah, he has been injured for a couple of months now as well. Yeah, he is. And then we've got Darwin. Darwin, Darwin Nunes. Worst song I've ever heard. That guy's a teacher yeah, somehow. I, I, I think Dar- <laughs> you know what? I, I, I kind of rate Dar- Darwin. Like I, he, he's, he's just got something about him. Like he, He's a clunky player. Like He's, he's like terrible on the ball. But he's always in a good position, and he's fast, and I, and he's tall. He's big and tall. I he'll thought I thought him. he was tall, you know. I thought he was like nearly Harlan tall. No, he's like six two. He's six one. He's, he's barely six, anything. Barely anything. Mm. 
mean, six one for for a centre forward to run that fast. I feel like that's pretty good. Ivan Tony's like six three. Ivan Tony's five ten. Is he? Yeah. He just looks huge. <laughs> he just got that look about him. He just looks huge because I saw him. I remember when I saw United play him, right? Yeah. He he was obviously bullying. He bullied Martinez in that. And that was Martinez's first game. Second game, even. But he looked huge. I, I well, I mean, he's just good in the air, I guess. Martinez is, is like five eight. Five nine, five nine. So five nine versus five ten. You don't expect that much, right? He he's just a bit. Tony Tony's just a big lad. Yeah, I guess so. But still, six six one's not huge, huge. No. And then you got this guy at six five. <laughs> but yeah, so your your top four. My top four. Uh, I think I'll stick with what I predicted. So I made I made a video on the uh, we made a video on the the YouTube channel, the Tiger yeah. Man podcast on YouTube. If you haven't got it, subscribe. It is. Uh, you should subscribe on on Spotify as well. But it's it's I've got it as City top, Arsenal second. Mm-hmm. I had it as Spurs third, and I had. I think Chelsea four. I want to say, did I have Chelsea four? I think, um, but I think I'm going to change it. Oh, do you have any? No, don't, top two aren't changing. Uh-huh. I want to say I'm going to give Chelsea third. Okay. I think Potter's doing a lot better. Than I expected. Yeah, I think he's he's suddenly getting something from the players. Even playing, nice it. even but even Raheem at left wing back, it's just it seems yeah. strange. I mean, he he he, he made trust trust our play left wing back and Solly March. He, I mean, Solly March had that that look about him, but but Trossard was just a wild one. Yeah. So let's say Chelsea three. And fourth, in all honesty, I think is up for grabs. I still think he's up for grabs. Mm. I think realistically, based on the fact that Spurs are underperforming, I think, yeah. I think United are a better team than Spurs. Yep, I agree. I think Liverpool, it kind of depends. I think it, it uh, depends on, on injuries. I think it depends on so many factors. Because they have that ability to win a game 1-0. We'll come back, but then they're also not there. So I'm gonna say, let's say for now, United fourth, based on what I've seen so far. Yeah, um, to, to be fair, predicting the season is gonna be incredibly hard, just because the World Cup in the middle. You, you never know who's injured. What players are gonna be tired? <coughs> what players are gonna be injured? What players are gonna like step up after the World Cup? Who are you like, top four then? Me, obviously, City Arsenal top two. I'm not, I'm not going to give it an order yet. Uh, obviously, <laughs> I, I do. City are the better team. Okay. Like, and then uh, I do think Chelsea third. Yep. Fair. And I think United fourth, Tottenham fifth, Liverpool sixth. You think Liverpool sixth? Mm-hmm. I think that's fair enough. I do, I do think I think Salah's performing. I think Luis Diaz is going to be a big mess for them. I, I, I could even totally see Liverpool not making Europe this season and sacking Klopp next summer. I'll tell you who's a big shout, by the way. Rogue shout. Who? 
for top six. Who? Not even Rogue, sorry, because they're playing well. Newcastle. Yeah, I, I can see it. I can see it. I would have said Brighton if they still had Potter, but yeah. now I don't <laughs> think so. Potter. Yeah. I like Newcastle, but... I like Eddie Howe. I think he's... he's and I want to probably talk about this n- next week, I think. We'll mm. do the, the, the... Talk about Liverpool and Trent. And I think we absolutely have to talk about Eddie Howe. Because Eddie Howe is doing a phenomenal job. In my opinion. Yeah. People say he's been given money. He's been given money. But he's also buying well. Mm, I'd, I'd say he's doing an okay job. Because... He's buying well, mate. He's, he's, he's buying players like... Okay, he's bought Sven Botman. Mm-hmm. Botman was like 20, 28, 29 million. Who would be fair? It's like... Bruno's his best signing. Bruno Bournemouth Gamarish. was an easy, was an easy buy, and I and I think it's Bruno not, was also like an easy logical buy. Who? I mean, Bruno and Botman. So, so Bruno, so Bruno Botman, was wanted by Arsenal. Bruno was wanted by Arsenal. You guys rejected him for some reason. Yeah. So like he, he was into it for for a long time. Like everyone knew he was a player, and then uh, Botman linked with Liverpool, linked with AC Milan, linked to linked AC to Milan made a move. Up. AC Milan actually made a move. Yeah. So, like they're good signings. They are. They are. They are good signings. And I say they're they're good signings. I think that's what I mean. I think he's buy, buying wisely. He's not doing a, a city and going for Rubinho or Ronaldinho. But, or he's not doing a Blackburn. Do you remember Blackburn? Uh, they mean, had the uh, Indian owners come in, Venkis. It's like the Indian they, KFC. They did win the league by buying it though. Who? Blackburn. No, no, no! I'm talking about I'm talking about the uh, the other one. I'm talking about the the Venkis takeover. Mm. So Venkis is like this Indian chicken shop brand or chicken poultry farm, <laughs> right? Yeah. And they're like based in South India or whatever. And these guys kind of did the whole city thing. They're like, we're gonna go for big name players. So they made a bid for Ronaldinho. <laughs> <laughs> so it would have been the wingers would have been Ronaldinho and Morton Gumps Pedersen. Pedersen and <laughs> yeah. I think it was Paul Dickoff up front. <laughs> on, the, on that note, <laughs> I think that's a good way to end. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Lovely having you on here. We'll be back next week to annihilate Liverpool. It was nice to <coughs> And absolutely rip into. Rip into Trent and rip into the referees. Uh, and to yeah. be honest, the back four and Klopp might as well just rip into them all. Number one referee here over here. <laughs> so if you haven't, like, comment, subscribe, follow us on Spotify. Uh, your man will be back next week. See you soon. <laughs>